humans are idiots. Governments do need to have some sort of plan in place before Kieran's house kills him. Part of the issue I hate about my printer is if child in road accelerate. Humans are idiots. Yeah, I agree. Okay, and welcome to Nerdy Kraken. We'll work it out later. Yep, that, that, that makes sense. We're starting us off as rough and ready as possible. Guiding fucking ethos for this podcast, apparently. Yeah, just yeah, how cheaply and easily can we set up a podcast with the £30-poundest most microphone? <laughs> uh, um, okay, uh, my name is Kieran Jones. I am one of the presenters, and my colleague is... I'm Nathan West. I'm here for the Comedy Gold. And today's topics are... AI, autonomous vehicles, and potentially a third one. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Topic one, uh, we'll be talking about artificial intelligence. And the question for this topic is, is AI going to fuck us over? Nathan? Absolutely, certainly. Okay, that was a very decisive answer. I don't think it's as clear. There is, okay, there is a chance that it's our saviour, right? Be the optimist. Yeah, but there is a, there is a chance... But we're both software engineers. We've both seen code written by people who shouldn't have been writing code, to say the least. And I don't know if I trust the people doing that to not be the people who really shouldn't be writing code. And I'm scared that my car is going to drive me off a cliff. Okay. Now, okay. So when I originally, okay. So to me, the question fuck over, I kind of assumed, you know, doomsday, end of the world, gonna cause a nuke. But, yeah, I agree. That is also a possibility. But that's also a very different approach. Not it's going to f- purposely try and bomb the human race, just that your AI car is going to drive you off a cliff. Well, I, I think it's one of those is like, are we going to get to the point where it can blow us all up or is it going to kill us by driving me off a cliff? Okay. Like maybe we'll get to the point where I survive enough because I refuse to buy a self-driving car so that I can get to the point where I get nuked. <laughs> okay, so it's not a case of if you're going to be killed AI, by AI, it's just when you're going to be killed by the AI. Yeah, I think that's a real. Okay, flip side, there was recently a billionaire, and the man's name eludes me. He basically postulated that AI is the only way the human race will be saved. Humans are idiots, we're incompetent. That doubt checks out. To your point about, you know, building AIs that are terrible. However... For that reason, the AI is the only thing that potentially stands a chance of saving humanity because if we are somehow able to create something that's smarter than us, then it might be able to undo our failings. I, I think 100% AI could be what saves us. But the same way as like having a gun could save you, but you could also get shot. And like, I'm pretty sure the person that invented the gun was like, you know what, this would be a great idea. It will protect people. Potentially questionable who he was protecting because the whole idea of a gun is to hurt the other person. But I feel I like to think there were some good intentions there. And I feel like AI is going to have the same thing is there's going to be good intention there, but the application is going to be terrible. Um, Who invented the gun? I don't think the gun was ever invented for self-defense. Well, I'm not a historian. <laughs> um, Gunpowder was invented because it was pretty. And then someone realised they can jam a metal thing in it and then shoot it at someone else. Yeah, maybe that wasn't the perfect analogy I was hoping for, but... <laughs> well, I don't know. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait. So in this scenario, is AI the gunpowder? AI is the gunpowder. 
it yes, could it could be it. used to make very pretty fireworks or, you know, something that would heat you very quickly if you were cold. Um, or <laughs> it could shoot you in the face. <laughs> okay, it could, yes. Okay, fine. It could shoot us in the face. However, the, okay, the, okay. To, I guess to free frame the question, yes, it could fuck us over. Yes. could Because in theory... Anything could fuck us. Like, my cat could eat me in my sleep tonight. Like, he has happen. tried. He has tried. Probably not going to happen. I said probably. No, that was a bad example. But, okay. AI could kill us. Is it worth the gamble? Is it for the potential benefit that AI has to give us? What we've already seen and what it could potentially do. Is it worth the gamble? I think it probably is actually worth the gamble. As much as I am still very much on the fence of... I don't particularly like printers in my house, let alone anything higher tech than that. You're um, a software developer. Why is the printer the highest form of technology? I just hate printers. <laughs> I don't know what it is about printers, but I hate printers. Um, okay, well, I feel like we need to get a sponsor for a brother, because personally their printers are absolutely banging, and I'd recommend anyone buy a bro- brother laser printer. They're really good. We do need a sponsor. Brother, if you're listening. Yeah, well, but yeah. Oh, I would like a laser printer because I think part of the issue I hate about my printer is it's a HP printer and it's like one of those old ink cartridge ones. So I print saying once every like you know, three years and I, it, printing that one document costs me like £40 in ink and then I don't print anything again for another four years. It's really expensive to print a document in my house. Okay, so we have strayed ever so slightly yes. onto printers. So how does AI help printing? How does AI... I, can AI design a hammer to hit my printer with? <laughs> I feel like maybe this does need to be a video podcast just for your facial expressions <laughs> as I say things. Oh, Lord. Okay, so is it going to fuck us over potentially? Is it worth the risk? Probably, that's fair to say. Yeah, I think it is probably worth the risk. I think the concern comes into it is that it has a possibility to do great things, but it also has the possibility to do bad things. And I feel like the actual concerning factor with AI is humans, because if you had 10 years left to live and you were like, I know I could do, you could mess around with this, give it access to the internet, do whatever it wants to do. If there's some sort of mistake in your code that makes it, a little bit less rational than maybe it should be, and it then just gets out into the world, you end up with Skynet. And I don't want Skynet. So first of all, Jeff Bezos, Bezos is going to cause the end of humanity. And second, this sorry, this takes me back to something really interesting I did on ChatGPT yesterday. So I asked it, I have a Midjourney subscription, so I asked it to edit an image of Midjourney. However, I had one of its like computer science plugins enabled. So rather than just, I asked it to give me a prompt, but rather the decision that it could do it better than Midjourney itself and started writing Python code, ChatGPT also now has the ability to run Python code on their servers in sandbox environments, seeing the results back. So it, it first of all asked me, it thinks it can do a better job. Would it like me to do it? So I was like, have a crack at it. And then it started writing Python code to upload, manipulate the image, you know, analyze the image, do the certain bits and write it all back and then ran all the code for me and then sent me the results. Now, the result of it was trash. That's fair. But it was kind of a novelty call slash surprising that it just went, no, don't, 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 don't ask someone out. Like, I can do it for you. And just started I writing. this, bro. <laughs> yeah, and just started writing and running code for me. And then just like popped an answer. Right? I, 
it needs more improvement. But it was just impressive how it was just like, no, 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 no. You don't you want to do this. edit the prompt. Be like, can you make yourself an AI that will iterate over this to find a better solution? But I guess that's like that's potentially ultimately possible. Because I never asked it to do that. I asked it to edit an image. It decided it knew how to do it better. And then it started writing code. Okay, is there a possibility that you ask ChatGPT a question? ChatGPT goes, I don't know what that question is because it legitimately doesn't. However, it computes that the only viable way to answer the question is to write a better version of itself. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how ChatGPT works that much. I imagine they have some sort of check in there. It's like, no, 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 no. You don't get to make yourself. No, no reading, <laughs> no replicating. <Yes>. No babies. <laughs> But I guess an AI replicating itself around the world, like, you know, that's the premise of many, many TV shows. Yes. Um, where the, the whole thing is, you know, some AI supercomputer decides to run away and hides in the, yeah. the, the, the niches of the internet. But with the fact that it was able to just kind of arbitrarily write some more code itself, it, I guess there's no reason it couldn't just upload itself. And that's where the problem is. If you haven't got like some sort of safety net in there, like the free laws of robotics type idea to obviously those would not work because the definitions are way too hard for us to understand, let alone program into a computer. Um, but that's where the issue would come in. So like, technically, if you ask an AI, it is omniscient, it knows all the answers, it can do anything, it controls all all the devices in your house to keep you safe. There's a very real possibility that it will just put you in a coma and leave you sitting in a bed because that's the best way to keep you safe. So my front door lock can be controlled by Google. Yes. My blinds can be controlled by Google. Almost everything in my house can be controlled by Google, including my water, if I get the fancy water meter thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Google will be integrating Google Home Assistant into Google Bard. So now when I ask it to do something, it will not be going through some very basic, you know, user has asked for X, devices capable of X, apply. It will be running through Bard, the AI. So Bard will have a look at my, or have a look at all the, var- you know, what I've asked, the variable parameters, and decide whether or not it's doable given whatever internal configuration it was originally given. Like, obviously, it was given some initial parameters. So you're saying in the next couple of months, this podcast will end because you will have been killed by your house because you ask it, energy prices are getting kind of pricey. Can you stop my house getting cold? And it's going to figure out, if I just lock all the doors and windows and don't let him out, there's going to be no draft, and you're going to suffocate or starve to death in your house. Yes. <laughs> well, this is sure. I'm glad. I'm glad we went with a cheap mic- microphones because <laughs> if I'd left it here, I'm not able to get in. Are we going to get to a new point where I'm calling a fire brigade? I, I'm stuck in my house. What's happened? Um, um, well, my, my computer told me that it was too cold outside, so I'm not allowed out anymore. <laughs> you can be grounded by your house. But I guess I, the problem is all this comes down to speculation. And again, you go back to reading the news. I mean. For every billionaire, for every tech AI wizardry person who says it will be the end of humanity, you've got usually someone with equally as much data as going, in theory, possibly yes, but it's so far out. Yeah. But I think that is we the, don't have to worry about it. This is not even saying we, maybe it's saying we need to consider in our lifetime, maybe, but I think it's possibly actually after our lifetime where this becomes an actual concern. But then again, you have the whole idea, but like, I think two years ago, the idea of chat GGP would be yeah. like, you're just talking about wizardry. And like right now, I can do that on my phone while I'm sitting on the toilet. Like it's, it is, it's, a, we've adapted yeah. to that so quickly. And that has jumped forward so fast that I don't know where we'll be in a year's time, two years' time. 
if the same progression continues. So there is a the, technological progression tends to go through these weird curves where you end up with it's flat where no progress is made. We work out how to make progress and progress accelerates exponentially. And then at some point we kind of go, we don't really know what else to do here and it plateaus. And then it, an unknown amount of time of plateauing will happen until we work out the next way to get us an exponential level higher. Uh, at least the one problem we are currently in is that we have, we, it is accelerating rapidly. We have no idea if the end of the current curve, the end of the the latest discoveries that the scientists have made to yeah. make the likes of ChatGPT and Llama and Bard possible, which they all very much discovered and shared at the same time, what the limitations of that are. And the limitations of that could be slightly further than what we currently have. Yeah. The limitations of that could be phenomenally further than what we currently have. We don't really know yet. Yeah. So I guess it is just, unfortunately, it's a wait and see game. So maybe we're not screwed just yet. Don't worry, guys. You should all subscribe because we've probably got at least 25 more podcasts of living before Kieran's house kills him. (laughs) Also, if you get a lot of podcasts come out at the same time, it's because we've been trapped in his house. We're currently in his house and the AI won't let either of us out. Send help. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so... Fine. So, summarization of that topic. Fucked. Maybe. When we don't know sometime in the future, and it's probably worth the gamble. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment, at least of what I know of AI so far. So, I guess one framing to take on this is that this is all very much based on, I mean, the topic of artificial intelligence is a very general term, but I think we're more focusing on here what's called a general intelligence. So, general intelligence is something that really acts like a human being and can theoretically do anything. However, there is a much more localized cases which actually do affect us day to day. Yeah. And that takes us on to our second topic, which we will get to after the break. Why did the cherry stop in the middle of the road? I don't know. Why? Because it wanted to pop into Cherry Pepsi Max. (laughs) That's a juicy twist. Cherry Pepsi Max, where fizz meat flavor Drink up and cherish the moment. Please sponsor us. And we're back. And we need a jingle for when we come back from the advert. Um, so. I don't know. I think uh, jingles are whack. I mean, quack. Quack. They're quack. They are quack. Quackers. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a reference that will mean more to you as time goes on. Um, so. Topic one, artificial intelligence, specifically general intelligence. Uh, Topic two, autonomous vehicles. Something that's here today, they're working, they're on the road, your life's in their hands. Um, So. I don't think cars have hands. (laughs) Correct. The question for you, Nathan, is autonomous vehicles, are they going to fuck us over? Almost certainly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay okay so we're two for two on the ai is gonna fuck our lives over um why i think driving is quite a complicated thing which i 100 percent believe computers could figure out because it's not that complicated but it's a, there's a lot of inputs and obviously your outputs um okay i again don't trust people that write code to make that work well um <clears throat> We've already seen a few examples of it going badly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, 
a good argument could be made that those are very much edge cases. And for the most part, I was a bit joking that it's going to fuck us over. I do think it's the future, but I don't... I feel like it's going to fuck us over in ways we're not anticipating. I don't think it's going to drive us all off cliffs. Like, it might do that, but I think it's unlikely. I feel like there's a lot of impact that driving actually has on all of us. Not just us driving to the shop, but there's bus drivers, there's taxi drivers, there's lorry drivers. And once you have all of those being replaced by machine, that has some serious issues of a lot of people losing their jobs. Okay, so the first thing on the whole coding, I do think it is fair to say that most error models, they're not coded as such. They are a a framework is coded and they learn themselves. So, you know, Tesla, for instance, their self-driving AI for what it's worth, I think has spent God knows how many billions of hours in a virtual simulator learning on its own past mistakes, of which they then send out in the real world to same again, try and hopefully not run anyone over. But by and large, it actually does produce something that can drive itself. It's not someone sits down and be like, if child in road swerve left and they accidentally invert an if statement and it goes, if child in road accelerate. But I do get your point. There is, it is very much a black box. God knows what can happen. The jobs aspect, now that's a different one. Realistically, if your job can be done by a computer, should you still be employed? This wasn't how where I thought this conversation was going to go, but we're at the socioeconomic stage. Should, should I do you have a job? agree with him, people. We should all hate Kieran. I'm Nathan, the one you shouldn't hate. <laughs> <laughs> but realistically, unfortunately, okay, I believe that if you lose your job because, well, for whatever reason, but if AI takes it over, you should be retrained and, you know, the government should help make sure you have somewhere to work or, you know, go work in healthcare, go work in something else. But there is no reason to have truck drivers, taxi drivers, anything else if it can be done by a computer. It's just a waste of human manpower. Do we run into issues for like, um, I, I haven't done much, re- I haven't done any research into this. Like, how do Teslas work and deal with adverse driving conditions? So like, if it snows, can they still manage it? My, I've uh, One of our topics we were going to talk about is like, things like adaptive cruise controls. It's not fully autonomous driving, but it does take a lot of the thinking out of it. My car had a panic attack when the lines disappeared with the lane keep assist and it just had no idea what he was doing and almost put me in a ditch. Um, with the idea of trucks, I was able to quite quickly, obviously I was still in the vehicle and I could steer away from it. But what happens when there's a 50 ton truck and it hits a patch of ice and it has not experienced that before or doesn't know what to do or handles it in a potentially non-ideal way and you've got a 50 ton truck which is kind of out of control and there's not someone there who can critically think to how to deal with that situation so okay so the first thing is the one statement you said which was if the truck hasn't experienced that before now that is a human thing a human cannot have experienced something any computer that has ever experienced something has been experienced by every computer so the moment an AAI truck experiences ice they have all experienced ice the one of the main benefits, right? Yeah. They are, to be fair, they do not learn nearly as quick as us. Like if you had been driving for 50 billion hours, you'd be pretty good at it. Not occasionally running over, I don't know, I don't know if we can get sued for this. I'm not going to say who maybe yep. runs over children, but. There's a car company out there that possibly has happened to, but we don't know it. Correct. At all. It could, it could be anyone. Yes. Hypothetically, a car company could have done that. They could have. Um, you would never have done that, but they can collectively learn. So one car experiences, they they, they can all experience and they learn together. 
And the other side is you say adversary, adverse, adversarial. Adverse conditions. Adverse conditions. I think that's why one of the main ways this is probably going to help is, realistically, it's it's quite hard for them to drive to your local Tesco. Yeah. Okay, now it's probably also probably worth noting or differentiating because obviously we're in the UK. Yes. Um, versus America. So in America, in San Francisco, they have just released, uh, or wait, uh, Waymo, Waymo's, Waymo's, Waymo, it is Waymo, um, is Google's self-driving car company. And that worked on local streets. Okay. There is no such thing in the UK yet. However, you do have something like the Ford Mackie, which can drive on the motorway. Yeah. And I think there is a very difference in roads here because yeah. adverse conditions on a motorway are really easy because realistically, you don't get that adverse. Motorways are well-maintained. They're always gritted. They're always lit. They're always this, they're always that. So they're yeah. actually really good ideal places for driving. So actually, it's quite easy for a computer to drive on that. Same with the American highway system. And one reason that self-driving cars are a lot easier in America than the UK is because America's local roads are also really, they're all a grid pattern. They've all got standard lefts and rights. In the UK, earlier today, I was driving straight and realized that I was halfway in the middle of a roundabout whilst never going, like... Yeah. A straight road can have a 90-degree bend in it and meet a T-junction with another road which isn't considered straight. Like... Yeah, it doesn't really make. It's very hard to understand what's going on, even for a human in the UK roads. I think that's one of the thing. One of the main differences is that it is easy to drive on the highway where it's very structured, but English roads will always be a pain. But that's also why it's easier in America, where the most complicated their roads get is a left and right hand turn. Yeah. Okay. But how does it handle the snow, Kira? I mean, I don't know. Presumably. They are relatively inept, ad- ad- adapt, whatever at this point, of being able to go, this is snow, I should break. Are they perfect? Can they be left alone? I say that. As far as I know, the Ford Mackie, you can leave, like, it's hands off. Yeah. I mean, that's the only car, at least it's in the UK right now, where it is you can not be paying attention and it's meant to be able to drive you. Yeah, you can be, you can be hands off, you can look around, it's not going to shout at you because your eyes drifted away from the road for five seconds. Yeah. Is it ready to be left on its own now? Probably not. But it can't be that far out until it can be left on its own, right? Like sooner or later, they're gonna. It's. It's. We're gonna be able to just leave it to trundle down the motorway on its own. Yeah, like <clears> motorway. <throat> motorway driving, as you said, like the interstate. It, that's quite simple. Like my, my Kia can do that quite well, for the most part. Sometimes yeah. it loses the lines and tries to put me in a hedge, but um, <laughs> I wouldn't say that's. Uh, that's probably a driver error. Um, I'm yeah. I don't think we're as close as some people seem to think we are, but we are quite close. So, I mean, in terms of the uh, miles driven, realistically, I guess the other side is most mileage in the UK is driven on motorways and A roads. 20 to 25% of all miles driven are on the motorway, which are on A star, yeah, which are pretty much always A star condition. Um, and then another 40 to 45% are on A roads. Hmm. Which. I think usually are generally also kept to a very high standard. They're gritted, they're... Aren't A-roads like the... Uh, I know, they're like, yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah. I, I remember driving. You know what a road is. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, but yeah, so like if you combine the two together, like most of the roads in the UK are the simple roads. Are, are the, they're the easy roads to drive. They're the roads that people do the most mileage on. So they're the ones that AI will be able to do soon. So are we still... Fit- I mean, when we think of autonomous, or at least some people think of autonomous vehicles, and to, to an extent me, is the idea that I don't need to be in my car. I could have got you to give me a lift to the pub and be like, you know what? 
I've had a couple of beers. I don't want to call her an Uber. I want to ring my car and tell it to come pick me up. I think we're very far away from that. I think the chances of me getting to the point where I'm in the office tomorrow, I can get up in the morning, get into my car, and it will do 90% of the driving. I think that's where we're probably a couple of years away. But to take it back to the original question, will the autonomous vehicles fuck us over? So we'll probably say for a couple of years. Yeah. They're not good. The impact is growing. You know, you can sit around and flap around a bit now because your car can keep itself in a lane. It is amazing. I am jealous. Um, I have to drive my own car like a peasant. Adaptive cruise control. That's the main thing. Like, I don't really care. I can steer, but it just slowing down to the car in front of me and then speeding up after is amazing. And straight up magic. Um, the first, I'd say, thousand miles of driving it like that was terrifying, but I thought it was going to plow into the vehicle in front of me. But I've somewhat learned to trust it now. That's where it all, that's where it leads you into a false and sense of security. this is where it's going to fuck us over, because like my printer, I trusted my printer to work, and it never does. And at some point, my key is going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So not today, not tomorrow, but one day. Yes. I, I Again, I don't know if it's just a case where it's going to actually drive us off a cliff and kill us, but I do think we need to have some, uh, most governments need to have a plan in place for when those jobs disappear, because it is probably going to happen. Or at least it's going yeah. to get to a point where mm, truck drivers aren't as trained as they are, and they're actually just someone who can you know, maneuver the truck in a car park kind of thing. So maybe that's the hard bit, which AI will really struggle to get to, but like, I feel like they can probably get very close to that in the next, say, five to 10 years. Um, and I feel like governments do need to have some sort of plan in place for how do we deal with these people who are going to lose their jobs. Yeah, 100% they do need to do that. But I don't think that's a downside. I think that is that is the upside. That is the, when you can free, I don't know how many people's job it is in the UK to drive full time. I imagine it's quite high when you take the, tu- the yeah. taxi drivers and the truck drivers and whatever else. If you combined all of those together, doing jobs which can be done by a computer. I mean, okay, four or five hundred years ago, the UK along with every other country was agrarian. We just farmed. And that was all we really achieved because we spent all of our time farming. Now, I don't know, 5%, 10% of the entire entire country's labour force is wasted on shuttling things up and down the country. If we can pass all that off to a computer, again, we need to make sure these people are cared for and that they do get other reasonable jobs. Yeah. But like, I don't know, they can go and work in healthcare. We can have a 20,000 or 200,000 new doctors or they could be gardeners or farmers or creatives or pigeon watchers. I don't know. Maybe work in the tech sector helping make autonomous vehicles. Yeah. Their skill set would be probably quite useful to teach AI not what to do in those bad situations, which has come from them learning from doing it. Yeah, 100%. I think that's it. It's like, ultimately, we need... The ben- the main benefit of AI is it will free up our lives to do other things, assuming it doesn't kill us. Which we're not entirely sure that won't happen. It's still a maybe. We hope it won't. It will free up our lives immensely. And I mean, what, you know, what would you do with 50% of your time back? Probably sleep. If 
fair. I could probably do with a nap after this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might be a quack. I think that is a quack indeed, my friend. That is a quack <laughs> indeed. Um, Wait, bonus. We were going to do a bonus option or bonus topic. What was the bonus topic? We didn't write it down. Um, how much were the okay the yoga blocks were I think no I think the yoga blocks were like 30 quid a piece no 30 quid for the pair so the block we've got the mic sitting on cost almost as much as the microphone we're using yes Walt Disney Apple they all started in a garage we haven't even got the garage we are sitting in a conservatory (laughs) which some people would say is just a worse garage 